And we are off, I think, guys. It is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Standard Time, Friday, February 10th, 2023 A.D. Going to have a fun, loosey-goosey Friday show, guys. I hope you enjoy it. I think I might. Yesterday's was really fun. Going to, before I play the, uh, you know, it is Black History Month. Oh, gosh, Black History Month. Silly. Uh, before I play the fun song that I have to share with you, for you guys, let me tell you what we'll cover. There is a fun South Africa clip that one of you guys tagged me on on Twitter. A black dude admitting that the whites made a functional country, you know, but now it's not so functional anymore. And the FBI, by the way, is warning against Catholics. <laughs> Those liberals in the deep state always against the Christians and the whites and uh, the men. And they're against some of the blacks, too. Um, George Santos was accused of harassment. Sounds like a setup to me, but that's my conspiracy mind. I have no idea of what's really going on. Hakeem Jeffries is all proud of himself saying that line, extreme MAGA Republicans. It doesn't seem like a very hard-hitting term. But then again, Hake may not have that hard-hitting of terms, too. And blacks are even out of control in Ireland. Some of them. They're not black Americans, I'll tell you that much. They have, like, these weird British accents. But they're not necessarily gay. And some other things. This black girl on TikTok doesn't want to move over for, for whites on the, on the sidewalk. Reminds me of Maze. Um, and some other things, maybe. Your calls, of course. But in honor, because I honor Black History Month, let's listen to... Uh, and can you play like that? splash screen that I put in there, the new one. Citizen Cope sings Karma Police. I know, it's kind of Jamaican-ish. So is it really black American? This is Black American History Month. <laughs> but, you know, it's there's it, Jamaicans in America. Shout out to the Jamaicans. There's some decent ones. Nice. And they have tree jobs. <laughs> uh, it's from the album Radio Dread. Easy Star All-Stars. Enjoy your musical Philistines, a Radiohead cover from a black. He's like a mixed guy. Here it is. Citizen Cope. Is he mixed? Come on the mic. <laughs> clear the clear the air about Citizen Cope. Is he black? I I don't know. I've hung out with him several times and I thought he was just black. That's what but <laughs> could be wrong. I saw his profile. He sounds black. He, sound black? he definitely doesn't sound the way he looked when I yeah. yeah. I saw his profile and he looked like the profile of a black. Even though his face is totally white. <laughs> he might be mixed. Have you heard this track? This I haven't. You like Radiohead? Love. Yeah, me too. I'm my favorite. 
love him too. I love him. Yeah, he's a talented guy. This is what you get. Isn't this nice? This is what you get. <laughs> This is from Kid A, right? I don't know. I don't know my stuff. I think the Radiohead album is. It's Kid not A. OK Computer. When you mess with us, mm, it might be. I'm not sure either. I've given all I can. It's not enough. I've given all. I'm pretty jury's out whether he's in at all black. When you mess with us, he says with. When you mess with us. So it's a Jamaican sound in music covering a British band, Happy Black History Month. Incredible. Nice. It's a great song, and it's a great cover. Who knew it worked as reggae? Radiohead. Radio Dread. We're looking at Santa Monica Beach this past Saturday. That's the video footage. Tom York is a liberal. All musicians are. Well, thank you guys for bearing with me through that beautiful black history music. <laughs> I, I liked it. You guys kept on calling it pothead songs. I don't agree. But maybe that's because I'm ignorant. <laughs> ignorant. Uh, anyway, guys, he's the original Post Malone. Is that what, uh, Coke, 
<laughs> Citizen Cope is. Explain to us who Citizen Cope is a little bit, Hassan. Since I had never heard of him, I just liked this track. Yeah, me neither, to be honest. I honestly was uh, in a studio session, and he walked in. The first time I ever met him, he walked in. Uh, I was playing beats for somebody else. Okay. And he he goes, hey, can you go back to that one beat and just loop it? And then he just sat there and was writing to this beat for hours. I had no wow. idea who he was. Uh-huh. And then someone came Off in. Off a beat that you made. Yeah. And then someone came in and was like, bro, you don't know – you don't know who this is? This is, this is Citizen <laughs> Cope. And I was like, and then I had listened to his music, but I just didn't know. I didn't put two and two together. Yeah. Until. Uh, That's funny. Yeah. So, the, so no facial structure indicated to you that he might be part black? No, to be honest. Because when I see uh, like his profile picture, I looked him up after this, right? Because I'm like, I'm going to play him on my show. I might as well look him up. Because I wanted to make sure. But he totally sounds like he's black. He sounds like he's like Jamaican or something. That's <laughs> I mean, for I don't sure. Know. <laughs> That's for sure. But he's he he married a light skinned black female, oh. I think, and I think they have a kid, uh, fifty four years old or so. She's in her forties. Nice looking couple. But he, there's something about him that looks not quite normal white to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so it would make sense that he's somewhat mixed. Yeah. Did you know that Doug is black? Now that you say it. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Yeah, okay. So, so it could well be that you didn't pick up that he has some black. <laughs> <laughs> it could have gotten fast by right now, yeah. yeah. I definitely didn't think he was um, uh, as old as he was. Yeah. He de- I definitely thought he was much younger. He's a young-looking guy. He is. Yeah. Very nice man. Nice. Well, right on, Hassan. The inside scoop on <laughs> Citizen Cope. <laughs> anyway, guys, it is tw- almost 12 after. Let's get right on with the show! <laughs> this guy's black on the inside. Are you going to play the AJ Gallardo original theme song? I like that. I like the AJ Gallardo black on the inside. Mexican... Americanized Mexican on the outside. fun on this loosey-goosey Friday show. I have to talk about the blacks, the whites, the FBI attacking the Catholics, base Marjorie Green, George Santos. Oh, it's the hate report, the hate report, la la la. How you guys doing? I am fine. I am wearing my Get a Job Alpha 2020 Teespring t-shirt. Nice. Teespring.com slash stores slash get a job. Not even directly affiliated with JLP or Hake. 
just a listener who is has been committed. I think he's made like 93 uh, Jesse Lee Peterson savage moments. And that's a way by which many people hear about JLP and they think, oh, it's funny, kind of deep. And then they listen more closely, listen, start tuning into church with Jesse Lee Peterson, The Fallen State, The Jesse Lee Peterson Show, The Hake Report, Nick Stream, and other things. Very nice. So shout out to Get a Job. Uh, South Africa is a mess, as you may know. I told you last week or so, and I don't really know much about it, but they had from like 1948 or so until 1991-ish, they had what was called apartheid. Did you know that it's apartheid? Not apartheid. Apartheid. I think that's how it's pronounced. Correct me if I'm wrong. Shout out to the South Africans. Both the blacks and the whites. Afrikaners. The, the uh, what are they called? I called them something, and somebody said I was making them sound like an animal. Boars. I called them boars, but they're boars. Something like that. B-O-E-R-S. There's a book called Kill the Boar. Because that's what some of them try to do. The blacks going out of control. And they're not even the, the blacks who were from that area. They came in after the whites were already there. It's out of control. It's a mess. Cape Town ran out of water at one point or had a crazy water crisis at one point. The crime is out of control. AIDS, I think, is out of control. Child-headed households is uh, frequent. Um, They're rioting and burning down little places and blocking roads. And um, parts of it are beautiful. It's a beautiful country, but it's not safe. And the whites who are farm owners are getting raped, robbed, tortured, murdered. It's, it's sick. Very sick, malicious, mean, nasty uh, people on many sides. There's some whites who get angry too, understandably, but it's not right. And uh, so there's f- fighting. The blacks, the murder rate is like as high as some of our worst cities murder rates. Nationwide, their murder rates are as bad as some of our worst cities, I want to say. Uh, what else is going on that's not right? Um, anyway, you, you kind of get the picture. Oh, yeah, it's a bunch of black communists. And, you know, we the globo homo people. I fell into the brainwashing a little bit, right? I'm like, ooh, apartheid, that sounds kind of bad. I pronounced it apartheid back then when I didn't know any better. <laughs> now I have this knowledge and I got one over on you guys. Back in the 80s and 90s, they were campaigning against apartheid. Apartheid, so bad. Segregation, discrimination. And they pretended Nelson Mandela was this good guy. His wife, Winnie, was for like necklacing, putting these tires around people's necks who were affiliating with the whites and putting gasoline inside the tires and then lighting it on fire and just, like, burning these people to death. Their skin melting is disgusting. And worse than disgusting is evil and murder and, you know, just 
peace crimes. Because is it war? War crimes? Peace crimes? Whatever. Crazy stuff. Nelson Mandela was a communist, a phony. Obama spoke at his funeral. And Nelson Mandela, I hear, was more capable, though, of a leader. Now they have even less competent, even more corrupt and more incompetent so-called black leaders who are just running the country into the ground. It's just evil. So uh, they were were better off with whites in charge, even with the apartheid, which may or may not have been misguided. They were just trying to function with all this diversity on their hands, right? Apartheid. Uh, this beach for whites only, white, the white race only, no coloreds, which is the mixed people over there, or, uh, or blacks. Ooh, what's the harm in a little segregation, you know, <laughs> compared to what they have now? It's just chaos and corruption and incompetence. So here's the purported head of the miners and construction union over there talking i don't know when this was where it was what the context is but he makes a point clip 11 love the whites or hate them they gave us a functioning state hit it here it is cruelty what's happening today. crowd so again i don't know the context he said that the national party i guess that was the white party was cruel you haven't seen cruelty now is cruelty crazy huh i just thought that was interesting somebody tagged a few people it seemed like tagged me and jlp on on twitter with that clip maybe an old clip who knows anybody know who that was a little bit of truth from a black dude Mandela was a commie? Asks Aru Galunas. Pretty sure he was, right? Are you, are you trolling me? <laughs> you guys probably know that better than me. A partake, says Carver 531. Partite is a farce, says Mangala Raj. What's that mean? A farce. You know, in the South, they had, uh, they had segregation and so-called Jim Crow laws, we hear. And that was described to me by one man as the 
a way of dealing with the situation. And that's pretty accurate, right? It's a way of dealing with the situation. Not, maybe not the best way, maybe not the worst way, but it was a way to try to deal with the situation of this diversity stuff. And there has always been evil with us. So there's always been some level of crime and fighting and hating and suspicion and all that stuff. Some of it valid and a lot of it uh, turns in, turn unnecessary but turned into a vicious circle. Just the way the ball bounces with human nature being so evil on many sides, right? But it seems worse now. Now we have like this soft evil, uh, this mama evil. A little announcement, guys, speaking of this soft evil, mama evil. On Saturday, I am scheduled at 5 p.m. Pacific time. That's this Saturday, the 11th, I gather, from yes, today's the 10th. The 11th of February, I'm going on Atheist Edge YouTube channel. That's Kaz, or Kaz, K-A-Z, his, one of his YouTube channels. He has Factitionalist Network. I've been on that before. On after shows, after modern day debate. Because Kaz, or Kaz, has filled in for... James Kuntz of Modern Day Debate as a debate moderator on my appearances, right? TheHakeReport.com slash appearances. I don't have it up at this point yet, this little announcement that I'm making to you. But maybe by the time the end of today, I'll have an announcement and a link to Atheist Edge YouTube channel. But I'm not sure that it's that the uh, thing is scheduled yet. But I'm going to be on there. Atheist Edge, YouTube.com slash at Atheist Edge. He's an atheist guy. He calls himself a cappuccino. He's part black and part white, I think. Yeah, I don't see it scheduled yet. Oh, he's doing like a six-hour fundraiser marathon stream uh, starting at 3 p.m. tomorrow, my time. And it's going to go for hours and hours. And I'll be on versus Stardust. I mentioned this earlier this week. Stardust. Nice young lady. Um, I think she comes from like one of those Muslim countries, Pakistan or somewhere. Uh, I, I believe she's an American or some of sorts, right? And we're going to talk about hate. And, you know, like the classifications of hate, like such as so-called bigotry. I've never liked that word. I've never bought into that word. I, I found the definition of it. And the dictionary is fake news, but the dictionary at one point said, uh, bigotry is inability to handle the different opinions of others. Inability to tolerate the difference of opinion of others. But they changed it now that means um, like being racist or something stupid like that, right? Some fake definition. Because in reality, the, uh, the people who can't stand the difference of opinion of others are the liberals who don't want the conservatives and the whites and the Christians and the sensible people or the independent thinkers to have their opinions. They can't stand our our difference of opinion or difference of in that we actually look at reality. Some of us sometimes. So, you know, racism, sexism, stuff like that. And I say, as you all know, that the people who are anti-racist they hate the people who are called who they call racist. They're hating the, they're hating 
the person whom they pretending projecting as haters. And everybody hates, right? Anyway, pretty much. So they're just a bunch of phonies and hypocrites and they're worse they're worse than the racist, so-called racist. That's why JLP is right that BLM is worse than the KKK. So just a little, uh, I'll be there. I'll, I'll see you over on Atheist Edge YouTube channel. That'll be fun. Thank you to Kaz for the invite. That's cool. And thank you to Stardust for agreeing to debate Hake again. Get spanked. <laughs> nah. I disavow that comment. I disavow my own comment. Oh, lordy. The uh, FBI hates Catholics. Speaking of hate, at least they're warning against Catholics. Some of them probably are Catholics, right? This is from National Review and Yahoo News. Hat tip to Ramsey Paul. A hater. (laughs) I was reading about Ramsey Paul in Southern Poverty Law Center website. SPLC, the scum of the earth they are. They hate Christians and whites and sensible people. Uh, FBI internal memo reports National Review. Shared on Yahoo News, far left Yahoo News. Rhino outlet National Review. The FBI internal memo warns against, quote, radical traditionalist Catholic ideology. And what you think of me... I don't know if I said that right, if what you think of me. And what that makes me think of, radical traditionalist Catholic ideology, that makes me think of real Vincent James, one of my news sources. And and, uh, Nick J. Fuentes, these are guys who spoke at that AFPAC thing where JLP spoke. Those guys are Catholics, and they're... They're traditional, I would say, for family, not for abortion, not for the so-called same-sex marriage. I don't know if those things spring from tradition or from common sense, honestly. Depends on the person and the person's perspective, I guess. Uh, Oh, I forgot my restream chat doesn't work. Stupid makes me want to cuss. So I have to check my YouTube uh, chat and my DLive chat. And I'll have to open up my Facebook. Facebook crew, I can't see any of your chats because my restream chat doesn't work. Restream. They're, they're slipping. They're falling. They can't get up. Nobody's commented on my Facebook. <laughs> Nobody's commented on my Facebook stream. So the FBI's Richmond, Richmond, Virginia. Did you know that Virginia has fallen so far that they're a bunch of liberals now? That's supposed to be the beautiful South, home to uh, the Confederacy and the Great Confederacy, once great. And uh, I don't know if Thomas Jefferson was a good guy or not, but I respect him on some level, right? FBI's Richmond Field Office released an internal memo last month warning against radical traditionalist Catholic ideology, claiming it almost certainly presents new mitigation opportunities. New mitigation. Mitigate the whites. Mitigate the Christians. 
According to a document shared by an FBI whistleblower on Wednesday, Kyle Serafin was a special agent at the Bureau for six years before he was indefinitely suspended without pay. June 2022, he published a document, Interest of Racially or Ethnically Motivated Violent Extremists in Radical Traditionalist Catholic Ideology Almost Certainly Presents New Mitigation Opportunities on UncoverDC.com. Ever heard of it? I hadn't. In making this assessment, FBI Richmond relied on the key assumption that racially or ethnically motivated extremists, and they're pretending that, I imagine that they're thinking about the Groypers, you know, the Christian, mostly whites, but all races are among those uh, Christian nationalist types who support the whites. Continue to find radical traditionalists, Catholic or RTC, RTC, Radical Traditionalist Catholic Ideology, attractive and will continue to attempt to connect with RTC adherents, both virtually via social media and in person at places of worship. The document from January 23rd states, RTCs, Radical Traditionalist Catholics, are typically categorized by the rejection of the Second Vatican Council, Vatican II, as a valid church council, disdain for most of the popes elected since Vatican II, particularly Pope Francis because he's liberal, and Pope John Paul II, not sure about him, and frequent adherence to the anti-Semitic, because the Catholics and the G- Jewish people, Jews, don't get along too much. Uh, so they call it anti-Semitic. And so they just blame one side rather than they don't like each other. They have their issues with one another. Anti-immigrant, meaning pro-American, anti-LGBTQ, meaning they're not for the degeneracy of those people. They don't necessarily hate those people. They ideally love those people towards what's right, not, in, not, not false love them to continue in their wrong. And white supremacists, meaning they don't hate whites, ideology. Radical traditionalist Catholics, RTCs, compose a small minority of overall Roman Catholic adherents and are separate and distinct from traditionalist Catholics. Radical traditionalist Catholics. They're using that word radical like we used to talk about the radical Muslims. And some of this, some of our friends on the right would say, they're not radical, they're just Muslims. You know, these people who are radicals. Because some on the right say, oh, you know what? If you follow what the Muslim religion actually says, then uh, those terrorists are following it. I don't know if that's true or not. But it's a, it is what I would call a false religion. All religions are false, except for Christianity. But even the most Christians are following the false, a false form of it, right? That's why we're so messed up. The report relied on information from the SPLC, Southern Poverty Law Center. The FBI still, to this day, I remember they took the SPLC, Southern Poverty Law Center, off of their website at one point. They actually rely on the scum of the earth, Southern Poverty Law Center, which was founded by a couple of communists, if I, don't, if I remember correctly. And now because they're old timers and they're white, meaning Jewish. Mostly, I think. Uh, maybe I'm, maybe there, some of them are, are supposedly normal whites. Certainly not normal in their thinking. Like the young POCs are trying to kick them out and women <laughs> trying to oust them. 
evil eating each other, right? A legal advocacy organization that has come under fire for including conservative nonprofits like Alliance Defending Freedom and American College of Pediatricians on its list of hate groups, alongside groups like Ku Klux Klan and Nation of Islam. The SPLC has identified nine RTC, Radical Traditionalist Catholic Hate Groups, operating in the United States as of 2021. We got briefings that SPLC was not legitimate when I was at Quantico, said this whistleblower named uh, Kyle Serafin. Serafin. He told the Daily Signal that. A real, which I find them to be an, an interesting source, SPLC, because, you know, some of them are white or Jewish, and whites and Jewish people, even the liars, they like to be so, somewhat factual, whereas blacks are more fast and loose with their stuff. Uh, so they like to be somewhat factual in their stuff. So I learned interesting things, and I read it like I read Call Me Nonsense Network with an understanding that they have, with an understanding of their dumb biases, biases, biases. And I'm like, oh, okay, this Asmodor guy is an interesting guy. Oh, okay, this, uh, what, what did I say? Ramsey Paul, interesting guy. Oh, JLP has been covered by them. Interesting guy. No, I, I learned about JLP before I learned about SPLC. Their claim to fame is they, like, exposed some KKK members 50 years ago or something. Stupid. They need to be looking at themselves. Maybe they need to be, uh, they don't belong in America. Certainly un-American in their values. Kind of like the ADL. Very defamatory. Anyway. That's the deep state for you. A bunch of dumb liberals. Ridiculous. Meanwhile, did you hear about Marjorie Green? Marjorie Green? You guys call her Marjorie Taylor Green, MTG. I call her Marjorie Green because Taylor is her middle maiden name. And these women nowadays trying to keep the maiden name into a middle name. She confronted this guy named Yoel Roth. Yoel Roth. Hmm. on Twitter child pornography. And she put out uh, like a five-minute clip of her getting all sassy. Woke Societies tweeted out a video of it. I don't have it for you, but there was supposed rampant child pornography allowed on Twitter. But the FBI wants to go after the radical traditionalist Catholics. Like any groiper has committed any crime. <laughs> uh, give me a break. I think that's scaremongering about domestic terrorism. And meanwhile, there's domestic evil that they support. Not necessarily that they support child pornography, but they c- certainly don't focus on it too much. Or am I wrong? Maybe they do focus on it a little bit. They certainly frame people as being into child pornography. Do they? Or am I wrong? I feel like they frame people. They being... They planting child pornography on different people's computers to, like, get them in trouble? Am I wrong? My speculation would be that they would do that. 
get them out of the way. Speaking of that, George Santos. I have this headline from uh, Washington Compost. George Santos, base rhino liar George Santos, who cracks me up because he lies about various things about his resume. And think these things aren't even stuff that you should be bragging about. He's like, I'm a proud American Jew. And then it turns out he's just Jewish because he's Catholic. And he's not like he has maybe some Jewish blood in him. <laughs> and he's all, I lost such and such number of uh, employees in uh, the Pulse nightclub shooting. I've told you his story a number of times. But now he's accused of harassment because... And I say because, but I'm speculating. Here he is. Goofy-looking guy. To me, to me, he's a little goofy-looking. Because he has these... Like, these gay glasses. I say... I apologize. I'm probably wrong for calling them that. He has these black-rimmed glasses. You know, like a wannabe old Clark Kent from the old Superman movie days. But he's... Slightly pudgy, maybe more than slightly. He's fat, a little bit fat. And he's in his 30s, and he was married for a while, and then he divorced the woman and declared himself to be gay and ran for office. (laughs) It's not funny. It's degenerate. It's bad. What a mess. What a mess of a young man, millennial guy. And so he's like a phony politician, lying. (laughs) It cracks me up, though, because he's just kind of an unashamed, supposedly, according to reports, a liar about his having gone to college when he hasn't. And he's like a a caricature reflection of what all of these phony politicians are. So, like, they're an embarrassment. He's an embarrassment to them because he's a mirror image of what they are. It's just like he's more out in the open and doesn't care about it. (laughs) From New York. What is he, Puerto Rican or something? Puerto Rico. I forget. He's Hispanic, right? Santos. George Santos. He lost his mother to 9-11, except she died 15 years later. Might have been connected, who knows? (laughs) She was an executive, but then, no, she was a cleaning lady. Who knows? (laughs) Terrible. Poor guy, man. But, you know, the media, so phony. It's like phony people pointing out a phony guy for being phony. And you guys are more destructive than he is at this point. That's why I call him based, and I use the term loosely. So he's accused of harassment by a prospective staffer in his D.C. office, Washington, D.C., because he was newly elected, taken office. He attended the State of the Union, got in a fight with Chief Phony Mitt Romney, Rhino. Rhino Mitt Romney said, you don't belong here. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he does. DC's full of phonies and scumbags like you, Mitt Romney. Sorry, sorry if I'm being malicious. A would-be staffer has filed a complaint with the Office of Congressional Ethics. Oh, it's a male. Oh, it's is a female staffer or a male staffer? It probably would have been a male. It would make more sense because if he is indeed swinging that way. He says he was sexually harassed while performing duties in Santos's office. So, by who? By who? And would George be so out of control that he would be like, hey there. And the gays do that all the time. 
Don't they, don't they, like, they take pride in, like, harassing the straights, even. You know, if you want to believe in this sexual harassment stuff. They act like they're coming on to, to any old person. They're, like, shameless. I thought that it was a, I assumed falsely, my mind lied to me, Satan lied to me, and I believed it, that it was a female staffer. Because you know how gays don't respect women either? They pretend to, but they really don't. And they'll get all sassy and angry with them. Kind of like Don Lemon did with the, in that clip that I showed you. Tucker Carlson played it last night, I think. My competitor. Uh, the gays just really hate women, too. I mean, that's why, anyway. But my conspiracy theory wants to think that this is a setup. You know, the staffer is a DC swamper himself or her himself, I guess. And the the rhinos, the establishment Republicans, which are the same thing, and the Democrats, they all want to get rid of this guy because if they let them in, they let him in, then many, many, many more normal people will open their eyes to the fact that they're all a bunch of phonies with zero. Like, practically zero legitimacy. Am I, am I exaggerating by saying they have zero legitimacy? So, like, they're trying to get rid of him, you know? Because, and it comes from the Washington Compost, and it's an, what does that say? Azi Paraba is the writer of this article, by the way. Azi, A-Z-I, Paybera, nice American name, of the Washington Compost, Washington, D.C., that is. Swamp paper owned by Jeff Bezos, who I think is, he's selling it, right? I don't know. Ridiculous. You know, they tried to accuse uh, Roy Moore of this stuff, to try to get rid of him, Judge Roy Moore, and they... Kind of successful because the rhinos didn't stand by him. One of the best, another, another example of one of the best Republicans, George, Judge Roy Moore, running for Senate in uh, Alabama. The, uh, the Alabamans wanted him, they selected him in the primary to run for Senate to fill the place of the guy who went into Trump's administration to be his AG or something. And so there was a vacancy and they, didn't stand by Roy Moore, and so Doug, Co- Doug Jones or somebody got elected. 98% of black females voted for him. And that guy that I played for you yesterday from 10, 11 years ago, Todd Aiken, the Republicans didn't stand behind him. He was like one of the based Republicans who didn't want baby killing in the case of rape. They didn't stand by him. They didn't stand by Trump. So anyway... Uh, what's Hakeem Jeffries got to say about us? Or, you know, the, the representatives that we halfway like? Do we halfway like any of the Republicans? Hakeem Jeffries, you ever heard of him? He's black, kind of. He has this, what is that? Is that a Muslim name, Hakeem? I've talked about him before. Here's this clip. Of him all proud of himself, phony politician, clip 14. 
little 30-second clip. We cannot normalize distasteful behavior. You're a Democrat, and you're into the black thing, Hakeem. This is for a C-SPAN clip that he tweeted out, all proud of himself. Representative Jeffries, phony politician guy. Friends with, friendy friends with Chuck Schumer. Here he is. The behavior of the extreme MAGA Republicans speaks for itself. And I'm confident that the overwhelming majority of the American people found that aggressive, childish, petulant behavior by the extreme MAGA Republicans who were yelling and screaming on the floor of the House during President Biden's State of the Union address to be distasteful. He's, uh, doesn't he seem so phony? <laughs> yeah, if you're watching, you can tell the, you can see the phoniness, I feel. Maybe it's my, maybe it's Satan t- talking to me. But he's like, I'm like watching the, on delay. He's all like using his politician gestures with his hands. Jeffries, Hakeem Sekou Jeffries. Born 1970, 50-something years old, in New York City, Brooklyn. Born to Lanita, Lanita, Lanita Jeffries, nice American name, a social worker, and Marland Jeffries, nice American name, Marland, uh, a state substance abuse counselor. So he couldn't help it. He was a dumb liberal, and they named him Hakeem Sekou. You know they hate white people, right? You know they want to be special and black, you know? So he didn't have a chance. I think, does he have blue eyes? Or greenish? Kind of greenish, grayish, hazel. Ugh. <laughs> uh, so that's Representative Jeffries. And he keeps on using this term that the, uh, oh, Brooklyn Congress male, leader of the House Democrats, work hard, stay focused, deliver results. Hashtag for the people. Yeah, right. They were trying to make him Speaker of the House, the Democrats were. Because the Republicans could not settle on Kevin McCarthy. Because Kevin McCarthy is such a rhino. Kind of disloyal, in my opinion. There he is. Uh, Extreme MAGA Republicans. Does that is that hard hitting for anybody? I wonder who came up with that term that they're all using now. The extreme MAGA Republican crowd crowd claims Social Security is a Ponzi scheme. I wonder if it is. More evidence that they want to destroy it. Dems must stop them. Oh yeah, he he put out a few different tweets kind of elaborating. But you know the he talked about the Republicans booing and hissing at uh, Mitt, not Mitt Romney, same thing, Joe Biden. House Democrats are working hard on jobs in the economy. Extreme MAGA Republicans, tweets Hakeem, are obsessed with investigating the president and his family. It's not going well for them. Yeah, I know, that's, that's a fact. Because ex- the phony rhino Republicans, they're not extreme MAGA Republicans. I wish they were. Uh, they are uh, kind of lame. Kiss up to the fake idea of racism. Kiss up to women. 
They put, they put a woman to do the response. You saw that on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. They put that uh, Sarah Sanders lady, daughter of Mike Huckabee, who's now governor of Arkansas. Oh, so extreme. So MAGA. Not. I know Trump is pro-woman. He's like puts women in leadership positions too. Oh, here he is all being a simp. <laughs> I don't know if he's a simp. Thank you, at VP. And he has a picture of goofy-looking, cackling Kamala Harris. Mildly attractive. Jamaican. Shout, shout out to the Jamaicans. She's Jamaican. Poor Jamaicans. <laughs> I know better Jamaicans than cackling Kamala. Uh, she's also half India-Indian. Parents had a divorce. Don't blame her. Uh, thank you, VP, for your partnership and powerful presentation before the House Democrats. You tweeted he on January 25th. Talk about a bunch of phony politicians. It's no wonder they want to get rid of George Santos making a mockery of them. Happy Kwanzaa! Tweeted evil Hakeem Jeffries, who a joke of a person celebrating a joke of a holiday. December 26th to January 1st, 2023. Happy Kwanzaa. And it has all this symbolism, I guess. You know, these weird African-looking things. Fake holiday from hell. Racist holiday from hell. Wrote JLP one time. Peace and blessings to all. But he did celebrate Christmas too. He said, have a very merry Christmas. May God, he took God's name in vain, because he is that taking God's name in vain when a when a very unchristian person like Hakeem Jeffries says, "May God bless and watch over your family during this holiday season." Christmas tree, Christmas present, Christmas tree, Christmas present, Christmas tree, Christmas present emoji, and he has reindeer and Merry Christmas and not one picture of the star that that was over Bethlehem for Jesus. It's a House Democrats thing. Not much symbolism in this Christmas little meme thing. Unlike the, they went all out. Although it's still more attractive than the Happy Kwanzaa one. Go back to the Kwanzaa one. <laughs> That's still more attractive than this one. That's pretty ugly. Ugly, flat. Not inspiring. Kind of cool, though. Kind of cool. You know, not the worst. As far as black type, African type wannabe, Amer- African American type art goes, anyway, <laughs> that's uh, that's Hakeem Jeffries. Whatever. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So, am I going on too long? Let's let's get some actually. And Hakeem Jeffries, he's not very entertaining, is he? Or is he? Here's somebody more entertaining. A couple of blacks in Ireland. Another white country. Uh, Clip 13. Now, thankfully, they didn't cuss too much. Hopefully, I bleeped out all the cuss words. This is from a guy named Mick O'Keefe. You know I love the Irish people, even though they're not normal whites. (laughs) Some of them are. Land... And he says this, and I don't know if this is the case, but he says, Landlord in Dublin, which is in Ireland... Enjoying the benefits of diversity. Hashtag make Ireland safe again. 
clip 13. This is two minutes and 13 seconds long. And it's purportedly, according to him, a landlord and other whites, white guy who's like maybe 50s or 60s or maybe even 70s. And some maybe relatives of his, younger white men and and white middle-aged white women or something, uh, with in confrontation with two or three blacks. And they're black, like, migrants, I guess, so-called migrants, illegals or refugees or something crazy like that. And these blacks are, like, like fit, strong, wear, t- have their shirt off, and are holding big old sticks. Watch this clip. And... I don't know if it really is a landlord. I don't know what the basis of the confrontation is. It looks like they're trying to kick him out. You know, it's the squatters have more rights than uh, the landlords, the, the, the owners of the property. But look at this mess between these two races. Here it is. Force them out. Picks up a board. Like a two by four, two by six. Someone. And this picks up another board, stick. And they're threatening these white people, white white family. They push them out of this brick house. You touch me, you touch me, you you your man, I'm not punch you. And you, I'm here now. Do something. I'm here. I'm gonna do something. Do something, man. You try to just. He's trying to bait the white guy to. White guy is unarmed. White guy is just standing facing him. Irish is white. Okay, Irish is white. I call him white. Getting, black dude getting in his face has two, two weapons. Oops, that might have been a cuss word. Sorry, kids. Other black guy on his phone with another stick in his hand. Old guy tried to get the guy for to not go in. Old white guy. Young black whippersnapper getting bold with him. They're trying to reason with him. Do something, have a look at how old you are. How old you are. You are supposed to be on your bed now. Another young white man showed up. Look at the cup of tea. As old as you are. I can't hear you. I said, as old as you are. You're supposed to be sitting in your parlor now, drinking tea. You are struggling with young ones. Fuck Oops, sorry. I heard a cuss word. My bad. So the two young strapping white men sitting on the fence, kind of just there as sort of security, but they're not. They're being quite self-controlled because you don't want to like spark a fight with these young thugs. Okay, he got rid of his he got rid of his sticks at one point, and then he just tried to go hand to hand. Ridiculous. And it's not necessarily racially motivated because they're just trying to kick kick these people who are out of control out of their property. I guess I don't know. 
But the, the whites in Ireland are not happy with the diversity that was forced upon them. I have some screenshots of, like, protests going on. I wonder if these protests are doing anything good. You know how JLP said, do, do mass protests, have they ever resulted in good? Really? Ultimately? Or evil just continues to steamroll over us, right? Mike, Mike, Michael O'Keefe tweeted, Since November, protests have broken out all over Ireland against mass immigration. Hashtag Ireland is full. I didn't know this stuff was going on. Because, you know, I don't pay attention unless... If it's not on Commie Nonsense Network morning updates, I don't know about it. Except if it happens, I happen to see it on Twitter. The liberal.ie... Maybe not that type of liberal. Not the good kind of liberal, maybe. It says, Ireland has risen. The people have had enough. Massive crowds of Ireland is full citizens. Marched through Grafton Street, demanding the government listen to concerns about migrants being planted in their communities. Crowds marching over Samuel Beckett Bridge. Ireland is full. Dublin protest. East Wall. Irish media, government, and NGOs. Non-government organizations. Scum of the earth. There's a... Phony nonprofits, right? Have labeled protesters far right. And it's a bunch of women and children and families and stuff. Women with their strollers holding signs. Yeah, real far right. Protesters responded by creating this, this symbol of uh, far right. And then I don't know what language that is. I don't understand Irish or Gaelic or Celtic, Celtic, is it Celtic or Celtic? But anyway, shout out to the Irish. Uh, I think my brother found an Irish in my family tree up there somewhere. I think I have more Scottish, though, and Danish, and English, and American, and a little bit of German, maybe. But shout out to the Irish. All the white countries... Very unchristian things happening. The good people, another quote tweet, the good people, Mullingar, Mullingar, Ireland, the good people of Mullingar are out protesting against unvetted males being put into Columba barracks. Unvetted males. Yeah, I mean, look at those young fighting age men, uh, black males, trying to pick fights with the uh, Irish guys. Shaking my head. All over the world, mess going on. (laughs) I'm going to bring you back to America shortly here, guys. Uh, Black girl doesn't want to move over for the whites. She bumps them. We're not human. We're not seen as human to you guys. (laughs) Little does she know she's not seeing them as human. Um, maybe she does know that. And I will get to your calls, guys. I know. But we're at the top of the hour. That means, you know what that means. Is today the last day of, uh, today, is today the last day of, of, uh, David Meese songs? Christian man from 70s, 80s, 90s. David Meese. Uh, today is the day. Enjoy. Press mute. Grin and bear it. You musical Philistines. And I'll come back in hour two. Hang tight.
the day shout out to the synths <laughs> look at me i'm on the synths or something <laughs> uh you know what guys i have not been able to read your chats during because my restream chat app is not functioning makes me so angry i better not say that when i say that oh shout out to clovera uh is the facebook crew here yes the facebook crew is here Today was the day until this song came on. Sick face emoji. Shout out to Scott. (laughs) Okay. Thank you guys for bearing with me through the beautiful music. Let me get to a super chat or two before I get to calls. On uh, streamlabs.com slash the hate report. Jordanos says, shy guys are not to be trusted. Correct. Also, the blacks in Africa and everywhere else are starting to think like the black Americans here. The world is one now because of social media, meaning divided in their oneness, huh? They mimic what they see in movies, too. 
the fake black victimhood. What a shame, Jordanos. What a shame. Because it w- at one point, and maybe it's still a little bit to this day, uh, the blacks who came from Africa into America functioned better than the blacks who were born and raised here in our brainwashing of black victimhood, phony black victimhood. Robot Moose says, to this day! Thank you. To this day! Thank you, Deontay Wilder. Based Deontay Wilder. <laughs> you know we've been fighting 400 years to this day. But he lost to the Irish male. I- R- Irish man. But that's cool. If you're going to lose, lose to an Irish man. Lin Yen Chin with the super chat. Thank you, Robot Moose. Appreciate that support. Lin Yen Chin says, looking at the word bias, it is clearly composed of by, as in Fisher, split and divide, and as, or as as part of the suffix meaning of, from, or pertaining to. It is redundant folly to conjugate it as biases. Oh. Mouth breathers adore the redundant. And hake, very redundant. I can breathe through the nose, but I'm a mouth breather at times, very frequently. I, when I used to run cross country, I tried to breathe through my, through my nose and mouth. Like that. Thank you, Lin Yen Chin. Appreciate that, man. And I appreciate your feedback. There was a cool comment that I may read later this hour here. Yordano says the Jews want their community surveillance and protected, strong-armed security while they support and vote for the Democrats to defund the police. I don't get it? Question mark, question mark. Hmm. Uh, Security for me and not for thee type of thing, I guess, huh? Is that a, to say that, is that a dog whistle for me to say something such and for me and not for thee? Uh, anyway. Yeah. Although the police are not really your security, you know. They come and clean up the mess after the crime happens. You're supposed to be your own security. But what a mess. Thank you, Yordanos. Very unchristian thinking, that's true. Let me check over on Rumble. Thank you, Rumble supporters. Thank you, DLive supporters. Thank you, uh, Odyssey people. Let me get to Frederick in California on the line. Frederick, how are you? How's it going, Hank? How you doing today? Quite, quite well. Thank you. All right, all right. Did you hear about the um, the um, two two people in um, Baltimore that were item walking division members trying to attack a power grid? Really? No, yeah, I... they got them on a excuse they me. They got I... them on a hate domestic terrorist group. And they have outlines in their material they pass now of what kind of infrastructure to attack. Quite interesting. I had not heard about that. Uh, I did hear that there are, you know, so-called extremists or something who are trying to attack power grids and shut them down and stuff like that. What's the point? They also are attacking trains and chicken farms. What are they doing by attacking trains? Are they, like, 
like making derailing the trains them. derailing them. They did. Oh, yes, like yes. the one there was a a train derailed in Ohio that cr- sparked like a it's crazy been a couple fire. Derail- it's been a, pay attention now. Uh huh. There's been a couple of them, right? So we're so they were not from Baltimore though. They were from one guy was from Orlando area supposedly arrested. He's a lone wolf. They work alone. No, hold on. This okay. Well, WFTV nine headline: One of the easiest crimes: white supremacists mock area man arrested in a Baltimore power grid plot. The Orlando area man arrested as a co-conspirator, meaning he didn't work alone. Maybe according to allegedly, right? In a plot to bring down Baltimore, Maryland's electrical infrastructure, is finding little love from his fellow extremists on the internet. The internet forums like 4chan, white supremacists, and those who share related beliefs stupid, have spent the past days mocking 27-year-old Brandon Russell, calling him an amateur who practically allowed himself to be caught. This has got to be one of the, most, one of the easiest crimes ever, one user wrote in a profanity and slur-laden thread. Russell and his neo-Nazi, neo-Nazi affiliations have been known for, to the authorities for years having been arrested when ingredients to make the bomb were discovered in his Tampa area apartment in 2017. Huh. So he, blo- he planned to blow up power lines along Alligator Alley and a nuclear power plant, spent four years in prison for the scheme. Huh. They yeah, do what betas do. They attack from a distance. Like, they can't walk down the street or they're going to have one-on-one conflict. And they can't snipe from a distance because... Right. They're going to give up their position. So they have to attack Americans, white and black, going to suffer. Yeah. They're trying to bring down America from they're, being beta. Yeah, they're cowards. It's kind of like the blacks who attack the the uh, unsuspecting whites and unsuspecting Asians who are like old. Yeah, if you're walking down the street or something. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this like it's the same this is our of- territory. You're going to have to come to the lines being the fight. Or get and some of them are mentally ill. I don't know. I've seen a few videos where people just attack people, and I do not condone it. Right? You know, uh, Dylan Roof. He he ah. famously was reported as having thought of going to um, confront like black drug dealers, but he's all drug dealers shoot back. So I'm going to go to a church where they're less likely to be armed. Oh, baby. It is. Okay. It's wrong. But it was like that video you were showing of them trying to evict that black, the black guys out of the house, and the security was just sitting on the fence like, you're in the lion's den, buddy. You're going to have to, you know, you can't, what you're going to do when you're face-to-face. Like. But it's foolhardy to try to be face-to-face with somebody because that's just foolhardiness, you know? Because it's you don't... Survival of the fittest. It's like, who's going to be out here... But it's also like survival. Deal. It's also survival of the clever because are you going to fight hard or are you going to fight smart? You face somebody, you're going to have to fight hard, and then how how long can you keep that up? But you do a little attack, attacky tack, which I disavow both. Right? You can uh, not put yourself at risk and only hurt the other people. No, you're gonna you're gonna breed white guilt and compassion. I know. I yep. And those are yep. not good things. Oh, they are. Love is always a good thing. And these but these that's people not, that's hurting, that wants to attack American needs, they need to be loved. But they white, can't get reparations. But, they want to be a victim, so they 
are acting out and they need a hug. Got my two watches on. Like I got that, my like that one guy in your chat. You can't see your chats right now, but he. I can he see. I can see name. them individually. I can see them. Who in the YouTube chat? Okay, so yeah, uh, five n words on one. You allow that in your chat, but it's like well, okay, it's, whatever. I mean. Yeah, what do you mean? I allow it. I'm not. I'm gonna ban him for his username. Ch- change your username. Five n word no. guys. He's using guys. That's bad. That's no, it's a bad. term of endearment. In your it's, a, it's a term of endearment. He put the G A S. It got the cop car in front of it. Right. It's, it's talking about the cops on one. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and it's, a term it's not. Of it's not that he's. I mean, it's a term of endearment. I agree with you. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, man, I I'm for the N word a little bit. I mean, but anyway, how can you be for the N word a little bit? You can't even say it. I can say it, but I I choose not to because I respect people and I respect your not yours, but some people's sensitive sensibilities. And also, but you respect the people that have the nerves to say it out loud. Because you're for the N-word. You're okay with the people that has the nerves to say it out loud. Right, because we need the freedom of speech back in America. If you don't have the freedom of speech, if you don't have the freedom of speech, you don't have love. Bring it back. That's the conquering spirit y'all need to bring back. Let me tell you then that white guilt and, and compassion, this fake compassion, that's not love at all, Frederick. What is it? It changed laws to make them just. No chokeholds, no no knock warrants. It's a list of police reforms that's going up, and it's being useful. Holding police of, accountable. Some, right. Let's. How about we hold the blacks accountable? Hold everybody accountable. Yeah, not let's just not, the cops. Let's not blame. Let's not blame. Let's not blame uh, the the kids born out of wedlock or the fatherless home or uh, you know like the skin color alone. They nobody black, is. Literally nobody oh, is. Oh, my God. Yeah, I hear you comparing blacks like the separating the races every day. That's in your imagination. No, stop doing the so inward black towers. black people are equal to white people. I disavow inward towers, even though they're so funny. So black people are equal to white people. No. What do you, what's that even mean, equal? <laughs> That's a communist buzzword. Don't think like a woman, man. I'm just asking you, are all people equal? No. All right, what makes them not equal? Nature and nature's God and Satan. Nature's God makes them not equal. And Satan okay, and nature. So because so what, n- what does equal even mean? Said, equal, do you remember in the Bible when, it, when God said, uh, on one accord there's nothing they can do. They can build pyramids or towers to the heaven and prove there's none. So let's go down and cause confusion and interchange their language so they can't understand one another. Uh-huh. This internet goes to Africa and they got translations. So well, now we are all on one accord. So now there's nothing that we can't do. The awakening is just beginning. So you're you're saying that the internet is the Tower of Babel again, huh? Oh, we we getting our language back on one accord, and the Africans like we didn't know there was our people over there enslaved. They just now that's the youngest country. Bill Gates said Africa is the youngest continent in the world. And and don't you the mindset? Did you notice that God? Did you people waking up? Did you notice that God was against this one world type stuff? 
No, that was in the Bible. God, from the beginning, was not taught to have another religion. The are you telling me you're four? Are you telling me? Africa. Are you telling me you're for Globo Homo? No, I'm not for Globo Homo. I'm saying when they changed and made vows to not have no other God before me from the 42 laws of my yacht, and y'all created other gods, all of them other gods are wrong. So I'm going to be still. Don't pick a side. Let y'all fight it out and then reclaim our world as it should be. On one accord. We don't have to go to wars. We can let y'all sit back. God's going to protect his people. All right, man. And the knowledge that he's sending to Africa with the internet and translation so scholars can run for governor and then take back, <laughs> kick out the whites and take their minerals and lands back, it's going to be a beautiful thing. I, I, but we need more white compassion, though. I have to admit, man, I respect you as a person as much as I can. But I've tuned you out. Yeah, you got to because <laughs> you're thinking I'm right. Jeremiah no, I'm not. You're, now you're putting well, words in my mouth. You're putting thought. Jeremiah, you're, pro- you're, you're projecting your thoughts into my head as though I'm thinking something that you think that I'm thinking, and I'm not. Guaranteed. Anytime you think that somebody's thinking something, they're not thinking that. <laughs> Almost. You're still thinking about that Tower of Bible. Another quote. No, I gotta Jeremiah go, man. Nice talking with you, man. Take care. Okay. Thanks for the tip. Have a great day. You too. Funny little point. Uh, I thought of this yesterday because I have a friend who is a male who anytime like a pretty girl walks by, he trips out, acting like, tries to pretend like he's not looking at her and doesn't want to look like he's going to harass her because you know how crazy the women are. But he turned crazy over it, over this anti-man propaganda you know like every man is a sexual harasser every man is a pedophile all this stuff they've poisoned this state of men and this guy's tripping thinking oh let me not look like I'm a like I'm a a, like a a ogler when the other woman probably not even thinking that isn't that funny it reminded me of that when uh, Frederica, Frederick from California said, you're thinking I'm right. <laughs> I was not thinking he's right. <laughs> I was thinking he's a little bit crazy and silly. So people aren't thinking what you think you're thinking. I remember I myself used to sometimes like laugh because I would think that the person was thinking that what I was thinking about such some situation and the person may not know, have a, any clue what I'm laughing about. And sometimes that's why it's good to point out the obvious. Like yesterday, I don't know if it sunk in to William from California, who was watching my show rather than listening over the phone line. When you listen on the phone line, there's no delay when you're calling into the Hake Report or the Jesse Lee Peterson show or even Nick's stream. You're listening on the, you're calling into the phone line. You hear, you hear me. There's no delay. But if you're watching the, the uh, YouTube stream or whatever stream, there's a delay. There's like 10, 15, 20, 30 seconds or more sometimes. And so, like, to me, I thought it was obvious to William, but maybe he'd never even caught on when I was thinking back and re-watching part of it because I was going through putting down my timestamps. He may not have realized that 
he was listening on delay because I think he was watching the show, it seemed, sounded like. And so I should have pointed out, hey, man, you were not there when I went to you. You're listening on, you're listening on the phone line. Because when we, we're call screening, I tell the people, hey, and sometimes I forget, hey, uh, make sure you listen through the phone line. There's no delay. Turn off the show or mute the show because there's a delay. And we don't want background noise. And when I went to William, there was background noise. And so it told me he was probably watching online. And he said, I don't see your flag. And I was like pointing at it. He's like, I still don't see it. And then a few seconds later, oh, I, there it is. Um, so people don't, people don't necessarily know what you think in your mind is obvious. It may not be obvious to them. Sometimes it's good to point out the obvious. I learned that from kind of per- watching JLP because he says stuff that's like so obvious sometimes. Like, why does this even need to be said? Turns out it needs to be said. Speaking of William from California, he's on the line. William in California, are you there? Yeah, man, yeah, you're right about that. Yesterday, <laughs> um, I usually, what I usually do is just turn that completely down. Right. Um, actually had the visual. Yeah. And um, I was walking down the hallway with my coffee when you did, you said, well, yeah. <laughs> yep. so, yeah one of, one of, some of the delay was on me, and yes, there is a, a delay. Yeah. And uh, where's the flag? It's right here, and you're going to see it 10 seconds after I say this. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> man, they, this, this, this victim thing, man, is, is really unattractive. You know, they got the blacks up here in California, Northern California. Well, I think in San Francisco, they're promising them reparations. <laughs> Man, yeah, all up and down California. They're not going to get it. They're not going to get it. You don't think so? You can't give one ethnic group anything. You have to give them all. It's so stupid that black people listen to that. Yeah, They started listening to it about three years ago, and they really think they got some momentum with it. You're not getting it. We're getting reparations for. I know. They owe us, like I've said many times. They've gotten it tenfold with all the handouts. True. Welfare. They've they've gotten it. You know, we had a house blown up out here, uh, out there in the Sunset District in San Francisco. Completely blown up to the sky. What was it, like a meth lab? Or what? Uh, we 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 have no news on it yet. I mean, for hours they couldn't find any, couldn't find anybody in the rubble, and they finally found the person that lived there. It was a woman. Whoa, dead. And I her don't know own, how her own to. fault, perhaps. Don't know the story. I don't know, man. It's, it's kind of strange. It's kind of strange. It went straight up to the sky. It's a big hole in the block right now. That is wild. Yeah, it is. It knocked two yeah, outer sunset homes off the found, off their foundation, reported ABC exactly. Seven several exactly. hours ago. One dead, two yeah. hurt in the explosion and fire. Right, <laughs> right. In the sunset they, district, huh? Some people in the Richmond district, which is right uh, right across from that, felt it. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, that's uh, cl- really close to the beach out there. Oh yeah, and the houses are all close together. They're like three they're all feet, close together, three feet, five yeah. six feet apart, three yards. Yeah, oh, no. it's crazy. No closer. They're, wow. they're all cookie cutter, and uh, they were built in the fifties, I think. Okay, yeah, they built those places. Um, 
Uh, that's yeah. They found her dead. Mm. Forgot to tell you that Burt Baccarat died. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, you know what? I didn't even know that name, but I saw it in the news. On Burt uh, Baccarat, is, he died at ninety. He's almost a hundred years old, though. I mean, this dude worked with everybody. Everybody. I told Nick. I said, I guarantee you, he has worked with somebody you like in music. He's worked with everybody. Raindrops keep yeah. falling on my head. Uh, Absolutely. Say a little prayer for you, Aretha yep. Franklin. Yeah. Dion, say a little prayer for Rita Franklin. Dion yep. Warwick. Raindrops. Dion Warwick, the Carpenters. Oh, wow. Worked with everybody. Miles Davis. He's worked with everybody. A Jewish songwriter and composer, I think he was. Hey, Burt Baccarat is the goat. He is the... <laughs> Like the Muhammad Ali of music, he Burt Baccarat is really heavy. I know a lot of blacks don't know that because they only they only look at rap. For the boomers, G O A T goat it stands for greatest of all time. Of all, just time. for the sake of the boomers. Yeah, yeah. Burt Baccarat was a he was a goat. Nice. He was a goat. Nice, nice career. Ninety four years old. Six Grammys, three Oscars, and along with. He collaborated with this lyricist, Hal David, another Jewish guy. Uh, the mm-hmm. Gershwin Prize for Popular Song, awarded by the yeah. Library of Congress, which they're yeah. a bunch of liberals, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Did you see the liberal young man at the Dallas Stars hockey game get knocked out for using and dropping an end bomb? No. Repeat that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. His girlfriend helped, tried to help him. Say that again? Yeah. Who? What? The little white kid dropped the end bomb on a real cowboy. Oh yeah, I saw that clip. Well, he had yeah. like hockey hair, bowl cut yeah. hockey hair at a hockey game, mm-hmm. I think. And, yeah. Uh, and he said it to a white guy, right? Didn't a white guy start? Yeah, yeah. Punching him he and gave, like he gave him a number. Gave him a number one. <laughs> he didn't give him a number two. He just gave him a number one to go. That's funny. And he was just—I mean—he was flat on his back. That was a viral funny. video that I saw on Twitter. It's pretty bad, pretty bad. But uh, uh, how about the House Committee meeting? It's, it's getting even better. This you know is, what? This is this is really good television programming. You said last time that the left are walking into a trap. What's going on with those meetings? I have no clue because I don't pay attention. Well, all of their wokeness is seemingly slowly crumbling down because uh, oh, I, before I go any further with uh, Lee and Chen and what is his name said about um, that word it's very true I want to give him props on that but uh, okay. no uh, Lee and Chen what's his name Lin Yen Chen Lin Yen yeah that was very very good about bias uh, yeah the um, all of the wokeness is starting to crumble down and they're acting up. Remember what I told you what it, what happens if you got a bunch of cage monkeys and you throw a ear of bananas in there hard as you can. They're going to start jumping around and getting agitated and acting crazy. And uh, to tell you how they're acting, uh, just give you a little picture of it. Just imagine that scene of Planet of the Apes when they invaded the Golden Gate Bridge. That's how they're acting. It's really good television. A lot of people probably won't sit down and look at it because they're, they're like six hours long. You have to yeah. go to YouTube and tune in on them. And, and plus, I don't really, tr- I don't really, I'm not really rooting for the Republicans because they're not fighting like men, you know? Not, yeah, they're not really, they got it. I mean, Jim Jordan, 
He's okay bringing it. sometimes. Yeah, he's, he's bringing it a little bit. He's he's bringing it a little bit, putting the pressure on him and everything. But it it, it definitely looks like you know these things that uh, some of your callers call in. They've been boasting about for the last what year or two. This all this wokeness. They really think this is plant. You know, they think this is concrete and it's going to be for by, by so wokeness. Not. By wokeness, what do you mean? Uh, victims. Reparations. Uh, okay. I'm black. You picked on me. I was a slave. Uh, None of that's true. Okay. None of that's true. All that stuff they got with the, the uh, with the. You see, these parents are starting to stand up about their children at schools. Yeah. You know what are you teaching my children? Right. You know, but uh, they. Um, it looks like their stuff is just kind of crumbling. You know, right. I, I can tell when you panic. You get upset and you panic. You say something that's. Uh, you know how it is right now. If you say if you say anything, they got something to do with the truth. True. Kind of lose it, don't they? Yeah, they go wild. Yes, they do. Just like so, the Republicans I mean, overreact when there's a blatant lie, and they shouldn't overreact. Yeah, I mean, just prove that it's a lie and move on. Yeah. Prove that it's a lie. Most of it is a lie. You know. It's hard to prove that something's a lie because there's like no evidence. Like, how do you prove? They say that it's yeah, well, hard to prove a negative or impossible to prove yeah, I mean, a negative. You know, you see them all. It was AOC. All yeah. of them are just what are just becoming unglued. And you got that uh, who's that? Sheila Jackson. Sheila Jackson. Planet Lee? of the Apes. Yeah. Why do you say Planet of the Apes with regard to Sheila Jackson Lee? Look at her. Put her picture up right now. I can't. I can't just. Yeah. I, our Google is our yeah. program is. But look at that thing. Because she looks wild. Yeah. Oh, she does look rough. She's the one who's kind of fat, right? Yeah. Anyway. Well, thank you. I appreciate back. it, William. It's good to hear from you, man. All right, man. Take weekend. care. All right. You too. You too. A few quick super chats, guys, before I get back to calls. I'm coming to Art Art in Ohio next, guys. Hang tight. There's one line open. 888-775-3773. Who's your bear? 2391 says... To this day, Hake. To this day. Thank you, man. <laughs> your girlfriend. To this day. Your girlfriend says, uh, Frederick sounds remedial. Be patient with him. Good advice. Appreciate that, your girlfriend. Nice to hear from you again. Yeah, and yes, uh, many are. Many are remedial. Just like Hake, you got to be patient with Hake. Hake's body is remedial right now. <laughs> My fitness level is remedial. Like the, you know, many... Many uh, POCs um, in their academic thinking is, are remedial. And Hake and his body is remedial. <laughs> anyway, John WX25 says, William, talk greater than boy. If I have to come, oh, William, talk. Boy, if I have to come pick you up from the station, I'll put my foot up your A word. More talk. Nobody going to tell us what to do. John, we gonna be rich, yo. <laughs> I don't know what the context is. Does it have anything to do with my caller, William? Uh, and that reminds me of a viral video that was circulating again from like maybe 10 years ago, I'm told. If I'm be- to believe Twitter uh, people. Of an old man, epic beard man, epic beard man guy, big tall white man in his 60s probably. Shouting at, shouting at, uh, 
a black, younger, thuggish guy who's like all getting brave with him. And the white man stands up and goes to the front of the bus and says, I'm not afraid of you. I'm just going up to the front of the bus. I'll kick you, blah, blah, blah. I'll put my foot up here. And then like they're yapping at each other from across the bus. And so the black man goes, I use the term man loosely, goes up to him and allegedly punches him in the face. And the white man stands up and throws blows like like this. And uh, makes the guy bleed. Somebody call the amber. Somebody calls the amber lamps. <laughs> I'm bleeding. I'm leaking. Busted his lip open. The uh, black guy did. And the and the. Uh, White man's like, he living hook kicked me, hit me in the face. Self defense. He's walking off the uh, bus. Hopefully, he was at his stop, not kicked off the bus for fighting. But I mean, in all honesty, I don't. I think he didn't need to be like engaging in the baiting. I think he kind of wanted that fight. The white man, the black man was clearly wrong, but the white man might have been wrong too. But at least he beat the guy. And um, I heard that a black female who was recording this incident, they're like, oh, yeah, hate him. And then some of, some of the blacks were like, no, leave that old man alone. And then the old man just boom, 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 boom. Call the amber lamps. <laughs> uh, I heard that one of the black females or females who was re- recording stole something from out of the grocery bag of the white man. And I heard, I don't know if this, any of this is true, but this is what I read on Twitter from fellow tweet, Twitter people, uh, that 4chan, you know those motivated autistic people on 4chan, doxed the black girl and made her apologize in a video. <laughs> I don't know if she returned the stuff that she stole, but... uh Interesting how those of us on the internet watching this stuff mess on the internet get all over-involved and on a mission, taking sides, and fighting, yelling, and arguing with each other on the internet over this incident, over these different incidents. Uh, Crazy. What a mess. Thank you, though, John WX25. (laughs) I don't understand your comment, but thank you, man. Uh, super chat from Scott Starboard over on rumble.com slash the Hake Report. I appreciate you, Hake. You provide much entertainment while delivering great messages with multiple meanings. Hashtag occasional mouth breathers unite. And Gozar over on Rumble gave a comment explaining to Hassan and me, Karma Police, track six off of OK Computer. Thank you, man. I will... Assume that you are correct. <laughs> nice. Double check D Live and Odyssey and all that. Well, thank you guys. Appreciate that. Let me finally get. Let me get to Art from Ohio. Art, thank you for holding, man. How are you doing? I'm Art. I'm Art. Hey, you thought it was over, didn't you? Huh? Jesus, uh, 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 Jesus. Was that song you sang yesterday? <laughs> oh yeah, from David from David Meese. The name of the song was Jesus. You got it correct. He's my everything, my everything. <laughs> so good. 
<laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh man, you had me die when I heard that, man. That was the funny is. Oh, are you so uh shout out to David. Yeah, shout out to him. Shout out to him. So what's up with your uh dude who uh was getting kicked out the uh the black dudes who was getting kicked out the uh a house or apartment and the white dudes. What I noticed about them, they were acting uh really scaryish. Real scary, man. Like uh, scared? First, the first, yeah, man. Uh-huh. Uh, you need to face off or whatnot, you know. And then, second of all, if somebody got a weapon like that, you need to back up and get in some damn space. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And take and take your hands out of your pocket, even if you ain't trying to fight them. You need to uh, take your hands out of your pocket because if he'd swing any one of those two boards, he would uh very bonds your head right up off your shoulders. Yeah. True. Then the one the one dude sitting on the fence or whatnot, yeah. uh, that ain't no good defensive stance or whatnot unless you're trying to be on some Conor McGregor. And I don't know how good your takedown game is or whatnot, but right. I don't recommend you sitting down on the fence if somebody got some boards or whatnot, which I probably would expect. They probably had some nails in them. Might have. Might have had some. So, yeah, definitely, man. Quit, uh... Even if you is scared or whatnot, you definitely need to take a, a more defensive stance or whatnot because they would kind of look like they were in a losing, a losing battle to where they could have got injured more than they could have. You know, because, I mean, who's to say that they they had they didn't have weapons, but just because the dudes had weapons, they could have got one hit off with the, uh, with the sticks or whatnot, and then they could have wrestled them out. But then who's to say them nails wouldn't have went through them white guys' skin? They could have really been injured and died from the uh, infection or something. Right. You need to get your tetanus shot. Fair points, yeah. man. I, I tend to agree with you, and they did seem like like they might have been afraid, but maybe they kind of know these guys or could tell that... I don't know how this uh, confrontation ended. It just... They stopped recording at some point. Like, I don't know if... Yeah. Like, I almost... I want to say... To, to debate with you a little bit, all is well that ends well, right? One mm. thing about their position, their stance was those black guys weren't going to do anything to those guys as long as they didn't do anything to the black guys. So yeah. they all is well that end well, ends well. Maybe it wasn't tactically wise that they that they made themselves defenseless and sitting on the fence and having their hands in their pockets and not and being kind of close to them. But yet, yeah. but yet, those got, black guys, as far as we saw, didn't do anything to actually hit the, hit or hurt them. And fortunately, those guys, the white men in the Irish guys in the in that video, had the sense not to say anything apparently too provocative to yeah. prompt them to hit get hit. So, yeah. um, in their defense, all's well that ends well. You know, it didn't end yeah. well, and we don't see how it ended, but I tend to agree with you that you should be, like, ready to defend yourself, but not yeah. be provocative, whereas yeah. those guys were well, pretty heated. Remember what you said about Matt Gates, and no disrespect to Matt Gates, that's my guy, I mess with him, he's a good dude, I mess with him. Uh-huh. You said he has a, a, a punchable face or something? <laughs> yeah, right. As, as Hank would say, so... Uh, I don't seen this happen a million times. Just because you acting like you in a uh, a passive aggressive stance, like with your hands in your pocket, that can uh, 
make somebody want to hit you. Yeah, and I don't seem to have to forward to uh, plenty of people from younger age all the way up to the age I'm at now to where just because you looking like you ain't going to do something or you ain't trying to do something, somebody still hit you anyway just because. Just yeah, that is that but, is true. That's a fair point for sure. Uh, yes, sir. And then uh, I would love to hear uh, from that dude in the chat that got the uh, – Five nig, you know, uh, right. five nigs, you know, uh, on one. Uh-huh. I would love to hear how he talks and his way of thinking and what uh, what he has to offer to the show. You know what I mean? Uh, kind of very. Uh, I would almost suspect that he's uh, a white guy. You know, and if he if he is a black uh, if he is a black guy, I would lo- I just would love to hear how he thinks because anytime I ever use that word, even on this show. It ain't to be disrespectful to my people. This is more so to bring light to what's the difference between what a Negro is and what a N-I-G-G-E-R-A-S is or whatnot. It ain't never to use it in a derogatory or disrespectful way or whatnot. So uh, there's, I and there's, a t- right. there's almost kind of a time to show sort of disrespect toward how a person is being. That's why I'm not totally but, against the, the N-word because it is... Nowadays, it's meant as a disrespectful word when it's yeah. used by a white, oftentimes, right? Yeah. Or be even by and a black. My, but go ahead. And my, and my thing is this: uh, I ain't gonna, I don't, I don't have no chat name or anything. But I wouldn't come in here with five uh, C words on one. You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. I know that if I'm in a room full of white people, I'm not gonna just blurt out. Hey, y'all ain't nothing but a whole bunch of C words, <laughs> right? Unless I'm, unless, unless I'm looking to. Uh, get wrestled up out of the building or something, you know what I mean? So I'm not going to do something that I wouldn't do around a certain group of people or whatnot. kind of comes off as uh, fakish, you know what I mean? You know, you, you, you hide behind a uh, computer, you know. Right. And, you know, you, you know, keep, you know, keep your, keep your name or whatnot. Don't change it, you know what I mean? But it shows, uh, it shows your character or whatnot. Uh, and uh, well, I, I think don't what, the, boy, what, what I take for the point there is a username with a police car emoji that says five hyphen N and probably a lowercase L G G A S on one. And it's a reference quite obviously, I think to the five police officers who are reported as having beaten the uh, one black guy, Tyree Nichols over in Memphis, Tennessee. And those five officers are charged with murder I think only one or maybe two or more, maybe, were really out of control and out of line from what I saw in the video footage. Um, but it was kind of, maybe his point is it's black on, it's another case of black on black crime, more so than police, quote unquote police violence, is maybe what, yeah. I, what I'm thinking is what his thinking is with that name. So he tries to change it to one C word and five NIGs and <laughs> on one because yeah. it was a white a white liberal who hired that black female chief of uh, police or whatnot. And you know you always got the liberals they want to uh, you know uh, pander and then when something like this happened it you know it it uh, the blacks fall right into the uh, trap. Shout out to Jean Pierre the. Uh, by your house secretary, why would you take a job oh, yeah. behind that dude or whatnot? Because you ain't doing nothing making yourself look bad. KJP. And then, uh, you, uh, 
KJP, Kareem Jean-Pierre. Yeah, and then you know you ain't like uh you ain't like the uh, liberal whites. You ain't they ain't gonna they ain't gonna do uh like Kissinger when you uh get fired from your little uh government job. You get a job at CNN. They ain't gonna hire you and give you no job at CNN like a Kissinger or whatnot. You don't think so? so? You just make it. Oh, uh, I mean she might, but I don't. She ain't gonna get. She gonna get. She gonna get bones and some fat on the uh some the chicken wings or whatnot. <laughs> she ain't getting no meat on there. They ain't gonna give her no oh. meat. Okay. She ain't gonna, basically, she ain't gonna get no uh, whole chicken like uh, no point intended like Kissinger, but uh, yeah, I, I was looking at something the other day, and uh, it was saying that the dude was saying that uh, the balloon that they shot down, they saying that they think that it had some type of uh, detonation thing on it or whatnot, and it was saying that it could possibly uh, could possibly carry nukes or wow. Bi- biological things or even stuff to uh, hurt the crops or whatnot. You know what I mean? It just, it just tickled me because it, it kind of was some of the things that I was saying when I brought it up or whatnot. But uh, did you notice that your man, everything that Joe Biden is trying to talk about in, I think, in his address of the union or whatnot, uh-huh. it sounds like everything that uh, my man... The Donald Trump would be talking about the the great Trump would be talking about the Don. Really? Uh, it sounds like yeah. He uh oh, if you just listen at all his points or whatnot, dude, you you messed everything up. Now you trying to run, come back around and trying to act like you gonna try to fix what you messed up when everybody you already knew what you was doing. You should already knew what you was doing was messed up. Talking about uh, we have a fit in all crisis, dude. You like two years late. And you part know, of the reason huh? why you, we got we why we got to fit in our crisis. And somebody in the thing said, and it's your fault. Somebody yelled out in the back of the little room and said, it's your fault. And it is your fault, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, it's the fault of the people taking the fentanyl and the parents who don't raise the kids not to take drugs. But yeah. uh, but it's his fault in part because he doesn't control the border. And they're coming in from Chinese fentanyl is coming in through the border from the uh, drug cartels, I heard, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's part. It's and he doesn't mention the border the at all. He doesn't care. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. And don't visit border or none of that. He, but he don't care. If you don't, you don't have to visit the border to know what the heck is going on. You getting all the intel report, and you know, right? You know that a lot of this stuff is going on. And to something you were saying, yeah, it might be the parents' fault or whatnot. Yeah. But I'm gonna use him. This, I'm gonna use this analogy. I might be 12 years old and be running around and jumping on the couch. But you ask my parents, you supposed to tell me stop running in the house and stop jumping on the couch. It's his job to make sure that he's protecting American people. He's supposed to be the first line of defense to make sure that stuff ain't coming over here into America. Yeah, it is the parents' fault and, in, in, in fact, the, the person who's using his fault. But you supposed to be the first line of defense, just like you had people uh, this over – it's over the military and certain things because we supposed to be a we supposed to watch y'all to make sure y'all ain't messing up. Y'all be put in this position, but we as a people are supposed to make sure y'all ain't overstepping or messing up in the position. Huh? Yeah. Uh, but, the, uh, yeah the, think, the government has like they're not fulfilling their role. They're they're doing everything but fulfill their role in the yeah. in the world. And you, uh, dude, Frederica said something. I didn't know that about the, uh, they were saying that dude came, uh, came up here and derailed the, the, uh, uh, uh the train tracks in Ohio because I seen that. I didn't know that was not. terrorism. 
I mean, I don't know if it, yeah. it was or wasn't, but you know, I wouldn't put it past a terrorist to try to do yeah. that. But well, they got they got their hands full. It's a whole bunch of incels, and a lot of this stuff is going on with the maybe what he was saying about the chickens and the trains and a lot of the infrastructure. I wouldn't get wouldn't doubt if it ain't some underground terrorists or maybe some terrorists that came over the border that's been sent over here to intentionally do that for that reason. Or the deep state. Who knows? You know, it's border deep past state. It, yes, past sir. anybody. Uh, and you said, oh. shout out to the incels. Shout out to the incels. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Anyway. Yep. The, the liberals, let the liberals destroy each other. But I heard it was another Republican down there in New Jersey that got, uh, that got his boots melted or whatnot to the concrete. An- What's that mean? Killed? Yeah. Another Republican? Yep. I heard that there was a, a female kindergarten teacher, a black female kindergarten teacher, ni- nice looking young lady, I don't know. Uh, who got murdered yeah. in New Jersey. Yeah. Man, stay away well, from New I, Jersey. Well, I mean, it's only the beginning. We already see where America's going, and I already said it, saying once again, if they don't want to take control or whatnot, uh, a lot of citizens going to start taking control in their own hands, and then the sad part about it is you already got these cartels over here, yeah. and you know how they do in Mexico, so it's only, it's only going to be a downhill uh, slope from here. But uh, thank you for your time. I'll catch you later, uh, Hey. Thank you, Art. Appreciate it, man. Take care. Yes, sir. Yep. Bye. Uh, one time that you might use that old N-word. I don't know if you should. I disavow, right? Except for the case of old-timers who always been saying it, like Asmodor and those guys. I think it's cool. But uh, you saw that clip of that guy who went for the gun of the cop at the traffic stop, it was played on the Jesse Lee Peterson show in the third hour. I saw that. Big Bump sent me a tip about it, and I don't, I don't have the clip for you. I, I suppose I could play the one from the Jesse Lee Peterson show, but I don't think I'm going to bother playing it. But that black guy acting like he's all innocent and confused. What, what, what? And then he's like, I want to talk to somebody. And the, and the white cop, I think he was white, looked white to me, like, whoa, you don't have to get out of the car, sir. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why are you getting all close to me? And then he reach, plays innocent, plays pathetic, plays confused. This uh, skinny black guy. Maybe he was African. Who knows? An immigrant. Maybe he was not even black. Certainly acted black on the inside, meaning uh, dark, evil, playing innocent, but really a snake. Reach for the gun. Thank God for the lock on those holsters that those cops have. Didn't know how to disengage that lock. And so the cop was able to beat him down and get him away from his gun and uh, and stuff. That's one time, and uh, congratulations to the self-control of the white cop who did not say N-word. Because white cops don't tend to say that. Maybe some of them do. Looks like the other New Jersey representative killed might have been a disgruntled employee, says Big Bump. Wow. By a disgruntled employee or... Killed by it? I don't know. It's a corrupt state, not too different from New York, I guess. Let me show you this black gal. Nice-looking lady. I like her voice. Uh, Clip 12. This is from Libs of TikTok. And hat tip to Big Bump sent me this. This person bumps into white people in the street, according to Libs of TikTok, because white people don't look at black people as humans when they walk down the street. (laughs) Nice little one-minute TikTok video, clip 12. 
enjoy this classy lady. Reminds me of Maze, almost. I'm kidding, Maze, a little bit. But sort of did remind me of something that you said in the past, Maze. Shout out to my favorite caller. Here it is. Enjoy. I know every black person has experience walking around or near white people. And they will literally bump into you or not move out your way or hit you with their car. But I found out last year, I think it was, that there was a study done that showed like they really don't view us as human beings when when we walking like they're not gonna step out the way when it comes to us and ever since i learned that i don't move out the way for white people no more like if we shoulder to shoulder like we just gonna have to bump so what happened today we sharing this sidewalk it's me and miles and then it's this white lady and her home girl or friend whatever so we walking i see you coming the same way you see me coming and when i tell you i big body strong body boom she turned around. She, yeah, you saw me. Just like I saw you, and I ain't stepping to the side. I ain't stepping to the side no more. <laughs> I ain't stepping to the side no more. Uh, does she have a nice voice? She seems like she could be a sweet gal. Are those her natural locks? She's like, big body, boom. Maybe that's where Big Bump got his name, Big Bump, because he bumps into white people all hard. Or he bumps into his fellow football players because he was a football, talented football player. Did you know that? Uh, big bump with sports knowledge. <laughs> um, very interesting. Reminds me of Mays, my favorite caller from Dayton, Ohio, the sundown town, because she once said on the Jesse Lee Peterson show months or maybe years ago that she ta- taught her children that they don't have to step off of the sidewalk when white people pass because when she was a kid, the blacks had to step off of the sidewalk to show deference to the whites. And you know, during the China virus, I stepped off the sidewalk when I was taking my, walk, taking my walks for the ladies who were walking or whatever, whoever was walking, to, to give them their social distance so that they didn't fear my breath when I'm breathing in their vicinity. I stepped off the sidewalk because I'm a... a uh, I show a lot of deference. I'm, I'm one of those overly nice, weak white guys, I guess. Interesting, huh? But this girl got sick of that because she saw some studies showing that white people don't see blacks as human. <laughs> but she doesn't see blacks, she doesn't see whites as human because what type of human assumes that other human beings are not seeing this human being as human? I guess that uh, segregation wasn't such a bad idea after all, or was it? Who knows? You know? <laughs> It's diversity. She's so resentful and in her head. And <laughs> she went on TikTok bragging about this. Uh, funny. Just thought I would share that. Kind of entertaining. Wasn't she entertaining? Super chat from Canadian David on, st- you- on rumble.com. Have a good weekend, Hake and viewers. Don't forget to tune into The Fallen State later today. Nick's stream later tonight in Church with Jesse on Sunday. Thank you, Canadian David. Appreciate that. DJ on Paul or Jean Paul <laughs> uh, with a diamond on D Live. Lucy Goosey, America first. America, America, America first. Get that through your head. Hat tip to uh, Place Boying and my competitor, Alex Jones. Well, guys, enjoy David Meese. We are the reason live. Adios, America.
We dream of Christmas morn and all the gifts and toys we knew we'd find, but we never realized a baby born one blessed night gave us the greatest gift of our Because of love, because of us. 